Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the book of Numbers. The Lord said to Moses in the desert of Paran, Send men to reconnoiter the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the children of Israel. You shall send one man from each ancestral tribe, all of them princes. After reconnoitering the land for forty days, they returned. And Moses and Aaron and the whole congregation of the children of Israel in the desert of Paran at Kadesh made a report to them all and showed the fruit of the country to the whole congregation. They told Moses, We went into the land which he sent us. It does indeed flow with milk and honey, and here is its fruit. However, the people who are living in the land are fierce, and the towns are fortified and very strong. Besides, we saw descendants of the Anakim there. Amalekites live in the region of the Negev. Hittites, Jebusites, the Amorites dwell in the highlands, and Canaanites along the sea coast in the banks of the Jordan. Caleb, however, to quiet the people toward Moses, said, We ought to go up and seize the land, for we can certainly do so. But the men who had gone up with him said, We cannot attack these people. They are too strong for us. So they spread discouraging reports among the children of Israel about the land they had scouted, saying, The land that we explored is a country that consumes its inhabitants, and all the people we saw there are huge, veritable giants. The Anakim were a race of giants. We felt like mere grasshoppers, so we must have seemed to them. At this the whole community broke out with loud cries, and even the night the people wailed. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, How long will this wicked assembly grumble against me? I have heard the grumblings of the children of Israel against me. Tell them, By my life, says the Lord, I will do to you just what I have heard you say. Here in the desert shall your dead bodies fall. Forty days you spend in scouting the land, forty years shall you suffer for your crimes, one year for each day. Thus you will realize what it means to oppose me. I, the Lord, have sworn to do this to all this wicked assembly that conspired against me here in the desert. They shall die to the last man. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a Canaanite woman of that district came and called out, Have pity on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But he did not say a word in answer to her. His disciples came and asked him, Send her away, for she keeps calling out after us. He said in reply, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But the woman came and did him homage, saying, Lord, help me. He said in reply, It is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. She said, Please, Lord, for even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from the table of their masters. Then Jesus said to her in reply, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed from that hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Edith Stein was born on the Jewish feast of Yom Kippur in 1891 in what is now Poland. Although brought up in a Jewish family, she stopped practicing her faith as a teenager and became an atheist. At university, her studies in philosophy brought her to the Christian faith. In 1921, at the age of 29, Edith read the biography of St. Teresa of Avila, the founder of the Discalced Carmelites. 
St. Teresa's grandfather was a Jewish convert, so Edith felt a connection to her. Edith became Catholic in 1922 and also became a leading academic in Germany. In 1933, she decided to relinquish her life as a lecturer and writer and become a Carmelite nun, taking the name Teresa Benedicta of the Cross. When the Nazis ramped up their persecution of Jews, Teresa left for Holland to spare her sisters in the convent any trouble because of her Jewish origins. She had a biological sister that went with her to Holland as well. But when Holland fell to the Nazis, deportation of Jews began there. However, converts to Christianity were exempted from deportation. Church leaders protested the Jews' plight, but the Nazis told them to be quiet or things would get worse. A Catholic archbishop ignored the Nazi threat and wrote a letter deploring Nazi treatment of the Jews. He had the letter read from all the pulpits in his archdiocese on July 26, 1942. This did not help the Jews' situation. The Nazis retaliated by lifting the ban on the deportation of converts. An SS memorandum on July 30th declared that since the Catholic bishops interfered, the entire population of Holland's Catholic Jews would be deported. That deportation began on August 2nd. The Nazis stated, if the Catholic clergy can thus ignore negotiations, then we in turn are forced to consider the Catholic full-blooded Jews as our worst opponents and to take measures to ship them off to the east as quickly as possible. Auschwitz was in the east, in Poland. Since Protestant leaders had refrained from reading any such letter, Protestant Jews were not deported. Isn't that interesting? To this day, the Catholic Church is vilified in the press, media, and movies for being quote-unquote silent about Jewish persecution during World War II. The facts, of course, show otherwise. Teresa Benedicta saw the facts. At the beginning of the war, she wrote, The world is on fire. The struggle between Christ and the Antichrist is now fully in place. If you decide to fight for Christ, this may cost you your life. Therefore, consider your promises very well. Teresa Benedicta was last seen smiling and praying with her sister. She was put to death on August 9th, 1942, along with her sister and at least six other German nuns. Listen to the last written words of Edith Stein, St. Teresa Benedicta of the Cross, her last written words before being sent to the gas chambers of Auschwitz. The Savior hangs before you with a pierced heart. He has spilled his heart's blood to win your heart. If you want to follow him in holy purity, your heart must be free from every earthly desire. Jesus, the crucified, is to be the only object of your longings, your wishes, your thoughts. He wants your life in order to give you his. Hail to the cross, our only hope.